Hey friends, it's your girl Britt and Joy Jolene. Welcome to Back to Her. If you aspire to heal, evolve, or revolutionize, this podcast is for you. Make sure you subscribe and follow us on Instagram at official back to her. And that too is the number two. Let's get it. Hey y'all, welcome back to the Back to Her podcast. Happy Sunday. We hope you're having an amazing day and we appreciate you for tuning in today. And yeah, let's get into it. So girl, I got a question. (laughs) (laughs) So how do you feel about men who don't pay bills? Like, is it a no for you? Is it like, what's up? What do you think? Yeah. Um. So, I honestly, <laughs> that is it's a funny question because I know this is like very controversial. I know like some women are just like, no, that's what men are supposed to do. Like, you know, pay all the bills, blah blah blah. If they don't pay all the bills, if they don't got no money, then no. And some women are just like, you know, at this age, we're all figuring it out. We're all learning, and like, you know, I'm okay with like paying the bills with my man. So I'm the latter. so you know of course at this age like I understand that we're all figuring it out and like of course I feel like when you date someone around your age that's kind of something that like happens as well that you that people should be like understanding of um so yeah I say that but ultimately that's not like a lifelong thing it's not a life for the rest of my life like no when I feel like when I get to a certain age and when I get to like a certain place in my life, I know for a fact I'm going to be the woman who's like, OK, like, no, I feel like my man has to take care of all this stuff. My man has to do all the financial responsibilities. Like, I know one day I will be there. So I'm not opposed to it at all. So what are your thoughts? Mm. It's so funny <laughs> because. I I had went on like our account and I seen the you know our content list and when I seen this question I was like yo that's so crazy because I've been thinking about this for some really? reason this has been something that's been on my mind yeah because I think that I was just thinking about um like you know I'm single like I take care of myself and no. Lately, I've been thanking God a lot. Like, you know, thank you, God, that I have a nice apartment. Thank you that I have a car. Thank you that, you know, I'm able to pay my bills on time, even though some most struggle sometimes. But, mm-hmm. you know, I've been blessed to be able to just keep up my bills and things like that. But I have very expensive bills. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, like I don't really necessarily think I need to say how much my bills are, but I'm paying some bills let's just say that Mm -hmm. and um I was just thinking about you know like how independent I am and I was just like I guess because the the root of my reflection was really like wow you know I'm really taking care of myself without my parents like no man no nothing like and I'm making it you know making it work and so I was just kind of thinking like when it comes time for a man to come into my life he really has to bring something that I can't that I'm like that I don't want to say that it's something that I can't do but I just feel like he needs to bring value like you know Mm -hmm. like if I can keep up with my bills if I can do all these things and you're just like you're just there like you know um so I feel like that would be great for him Mm -hmm. to pay my bills (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I think that uh this is kind of like I mean I feel like 
if he's living in this house, oh no, no, like you're not gonna live up in here. We're gonna be not your no, no. <laughs> like you know, like I think that if he yeah. lives in his own space and I live here, then like okay, but I do think that I expect a man to just like if he's not paying my bills. I do expect him to be like taking care of me financially. Like if I'm paying my bills, I feel like that's the only thing that I need to be paying for. Like he needs to be, I'm scared to say this because I feel like it's so controversial, but I expect him to like take me shopping to make sure that I'm always fed to, Mm -hmm. you know, lunch on me today. Like you understand, like I just Mm -hmm. expect him to provide, um, in those ways because it's just kind of like I'm doing this shit by myself, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's like, I like I'm really big on well what are you what do you what do you what value are you bringing to my life and I mean granted like I when I say value of course it's more than financially mm-hmm. but um I don't like I don't like even when I, when it comes to guys who just you know don't want to go on dates and they just want to text like I've literally said to men like let me be clear I don't want a pen pal so if that's all that you have to offer in this moment like I can sit home and text myself or write in my notes all day. So I don't know. I just think overall what I'm just trying to say is I expect the man to bring something that that either adds or not even like if he's not adding to my to my space, then he needs to be relieving me of the burdens of my own life. Mm-hmm. That, how about that? That I just mm-hmm. said a lot, but maybe that's really what I'm trying to say. Yeah. And I think honestly, like that's what partnership is about. Like, you know, like helping you to you know, be relieved of all the crazy responsibilities and like kind of stepping in when you need that extra hand, when you need help. I definitely get that. And I know a lot, another thing that like, you know, ladies, when it does come to like a man paying the bills or like say you live with your partner, um, one thing that you should take into account is like, who's making more? Like, you know what I mean? I wouldn't say, I wouldn't expect my man to pay the bills if if I was making like a significant, um, you know, significantly more than him. And that's also something I want to get into. Like if you're a woman and you're making more than your man, like not, I'm not talking like 10,000, you know, 20,000. I'm talking about like, you're making almost double his salary. Do we have the same expectations? Um, and as far as like men, I feel like if women are in that scenario then I definitely feel like the man should step up and like be fair when it comes to bills like if he is definitely making a significant you know amount that's way more than your salary then I feel like that's he should like represent that in the bills or he should like you know that should you that should show and who's paying what who's paying how much it should definitely show and so that brings me into the question of like you know, say as the woman, you're making more than your, than your man. Do you still expect him to pay the bills? Do you still expect him to go half and half with you? Do you expect, like, what are, what are your expectations look like? Or, like, I know some households or some couples who are, like, engaged, married, or whatever the case may be, they kind of look at their finances as one, right? So say if each couple is making 50, if each person is making 50000 they look at their income as a hundred k. They got a joint bank account, you know, like, and they look at all of their finances as if they're one, one unit. So what are your thoughts on that? Like, the woman um, making more than the man? I'll say this. I feel like at this, so I know you had mentioned, like, at this age, like, I'm 25, you're 26, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> for me, 
I'm at a point in my life, I'm not making six figures, but mm-hmm. at this point, like that's what I'm aiming for. Like I feel yeah. as though that is the minimum salary with time, of course, with time and work, because mm-hmm. you know, it's not always just handed to you, but you know, I'm just learning that there's so much money in this world. So there's really, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think you just do yourself a disservice to settle for the, you know, the smaller salaries. Yeah. And it's not to say that, like I said, like I'm nowhere, no, trust me, nowhere near making nobody's six figures. <laughs> but I just think in terms of like, like I don't feel comfortable settling until like I'm either closer there or mm-hmm. That can be on the horizon. So if I, I may, maybe I'm making the 80K and then within the next five years, I'll be able to get to 100K, whatever the case might be. Like, I just think that living in America, that's like the minimum that we should accept. That's just a personal opinion, though, right? Mm-hmm. So I say that to say, if my man. Um, if I make. Oh, sorry, girl. Um, If I make. $300,000 a year, right? Mm-hmm. And my man makes $200,000 a year. Now, mm-hmm. granted, yeah, I'm making more money than you. I'm making $100,000 more, more, more than you. But I think that that doesn't take away from the fact that we're both financially stable, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I feel like, yeah, mm-hmm. I can make more money than you. But at the end of the day, I still expect you to provide. Now, granted, I think that as a woman that doesn't make me feel you know that I have to be completely dependent on him or that you know I can't help out like I feel like if my man is taking care of the bills um like in its entirety like making sure that we have a roof over our head no problems no issues of course I'm gonna make sure like all right I'm like he's never gonna he shouldn't have to tell me oh, babe, we need to go grocery shopping or, oh, babe, we need to clean the house. Like, at that point, I feel like that's my responsibility. Like, whether that means that I'm paying Mm -hmm. for a cleaner for us to come to the house or, you know, if he's doing those things, then great. But, like, I just feel like everything in between of, like, maintaining, then I should take that load. Like, whether that means just, like, hey, like, I'm just, don't worry about it. I'm going to pay this, you know, the cable bill for this, the next three, three months. Or, you know, like, I feel like I still can help out, but... I don't think that because you're I'm making more money than you that takes away from your like ability to provide personally. Yeah, honestly, that's an interesting perspective. I didn't even think about it like that. Like, you know, if you're able to provide, then what's the problem? Then, you know, why do we have to go through this whole conversation of who's paying what and how much? I get that because in my mind, it's like, okay, if I'm making more, like significantly more than my man, then something in me is just like, I'm going to like step up a little bit more until he gets on his feet. Like, like what you were saying, like, you know, of course we know like the goals that we have, the financial goals that we have, but you know, we should strive to get the best that we can get or get whatever, you know, whatever it is that we want. We should strive to get that. We should never really be complacent. Um, and so, you know, I would keep that in mind. Like, I would keep, okay, you know, talk to him about what are your goals, not your goals, but like, what are your, what's your plan? Like, you know, I know I'm making more than you right now. So like, what's your plan? If he doesn't have a plan and he's really just like, you know, I'm good where I'm at, like, you know, with this salary, then that's different. I feel like I'll be like, okay, well, 
I'm going to expect you to step up because I'm not going to take on this burden and like really be the person paying the bills for a long amount of time. You know what I mean? Long term. And so otherwise, like if he had like a plan and he was like, you know, I, this is where I'm at right now, but I plan to start this business. I plan to get this job. I plan to go to school for this certification or this, you know, degree so I can be making this salary. Then I feel like I would step up and I would like, you know, just look out for him and, and pay a little more in the meantime. Um, but like you said, if the salaries are given 200 and 300, then it's like, okay, well, I make more. But like you say, you still have enough to provide. You still right. have enough to live a stable and comfortable life, more than comfortable life. Like you're making a really good amount of money. Yeah. If that's the case. And I'm like, no, then I, I feel like once you hit a certain salary, it's like, you're good like you you can provide for a family you can do a lot you can pay the bills that's different because of course the girls I know the girls we have our million dollar goals okay right (laughs) exactly but see even with that I feel like you know let's even if we take 100k out Mm -hmm. the picture right let's say that if I'm like okay realistically if we're both making 50k realistically mm-hmm. you know if i make 50k that might just be enough for me to take care of myself like mm-hmm. and then i wouldn't be able to take care of another person so it's like expecting another person that makes 50k to do the same but i feel like that's where the whole like don't ex- you're not living here that's gonna be a thing you're gonna go home so that's gonna be number one then mm-hmm. number two is like i'm just gonna expect you to you know, you just need to still be a provider regardless, you know, and I feel like come part of being a provider doesn't always just come with, you know, financially. And I feel like as you were saying, like, well, you know, what's your plan, blah, 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 blah. Like, I think at this age, if you're not working towards that plan, that plan means nothing to me, you know, because at the end of the day, I wake up, I, I literally just told you, like, I've been, oh, I don't think I told you, but like this last week I've been exhausted because I work mm-hmm. at my goals like a freaking maniac mm-hmm. so it's like your plan is great but if I don't see no action mm-hmm. I can't trust yeah. that because potential I always say like don't don't fall so in love with a person with potential because potential mm-hmm. is not promise mm-hmm. you know a lot of people die with potential mm-hmm. so if you're not working at that potential then it's like it's meaningless to me you know mm-hmm. um, I also think as well and this, I want to hear your opinion on this because this was something that I kind of, I wouldn't say struggled on it. It was something that I felt pretty strong about. Yeah. Um, and I have friends that kind of be like, mm, I don't know. So I felt like, remember, uh, remember at the end of last year, the beginning of this year, like I was just telling you how I was in such a low space. Yeah. Like I wasn't, you know, just, I just wasn't where I wanted to be. So I would, I was telling my friends, like, I'm just really not open to dating right now. Like, that's just not even an option for me because mm-hmm. I feel as though where I'm at in my life currently, um, you know, where I'm at in my life currently, I wouldn't want to date a man who is mm-hmm. in this space, right? And so I was feeling, a lot of that came from, like, just feeling so much confusion, so much doubt, so mm-hmm. much unsurety you know of course like really financially not being in a good space at all all of those things so I felt like I don't want to go into nobody's like life like this because I don't want no one coming in my life like this you know I just felt that's what that would shake up everything Mm -hmm. so I say that to say 
um, you know, my point with that is kind of like, I don't feel like you should date a man who's not financially stable. And that doesn't necessarily mean mm. because he can't pay the bills. Like, I feel like, you know, obviously, like, we all have our wants and our desires, but we also have to, like, you know, be realistic of, like, what the person can and can't do. But if you're not financial sta- financially stable, like, I want to go on really nice dates. I want to eat really good food. I want to be spoiled. I want to, you know, do all of those things because, once again, I do it for myself. Mm-hmm. So my question to you is my friends felt, I had two friends that were like, yeah, we hear you, but at the same time, why can't you you know why can't you grow with a person like why can't you meet a person where they are why can't you you know just work through all of that like learn you know how to get more money with someone learn how to you know just heal through that moment or allow someone to support you as you're going through that low space so how do you feel about that well one going back to like your situation and your personal experience I definitely respect that like you saying in your mind, I'm not even in the place to date right now. Like, I'm sure that it went way beyond being like a, a financial thing. It sounds like it was also like a mental thing because like thinking about it. Um, Sorry, this man in my window. Um, Thinking about it, it's like mentally that could have you in a whole different headspace. And then I feel like you could attract people that you may not even be attracted to. Like, you may attract people that you don't even deserve, that don't deserve, well, no, that don't deserve you. Um, And, like, people who could be also in that same space, but, like, you know in your head, like you said, looking at potential, potential is not promised. You know in your mind that you're going to get out of it and you're going to work through it and, like, you're going to thug it out, but you don't know if that's their personality. So I feel like being in that headspace, you could attract people that don't need to be in your life. So I respect that you made the decision to say, like, look, dating is not my priority right now. I am not in a good space. And so, you know, because also that could show a different version of you that's not your authentic self. And so, like, when you ask that question, what came to mind is, like, I know, like, all right, Black men in America, right? Like, I feel like as Black people, we're already kind of at a disadvantage as far as, like, salaries go. Mm. Um, and then on top of that, being a woman, we're Black and women, you know, at the same time. So we aren't typically making as much as we should be. Um, So I feel like with Black men, like, I feel like that does something to their pride, to their character, like, them as an individual, and understandably so, like... I completely get it, but it does something to them mentally that kind of puts them in a very vulnerable space. Um, And by that, what I mean is like, you got to kind of be careful when you're dating someone who is like not financially stable in a way, because um, how do I say this? It could, it could also bring out a different version of them. Like they could also take their frustrations out on you. And they can also, like, get intimidated by you. Like, they see you working hard and, like, accomplishing these things. That can make them insecure. And, like, you know what I mean? So, it's, like, I get that aspect of, like, not dating someone who isn't financially secure. But I also do feel like, you know, there are people out here who are genuinely, like, trying their best. Mm. People who are genuinely still waking up every day and, like, chasing their dreams. Like, what if somebody wants to be a teacher, right? I know a lot of teachers who don't make the salary that they honestly should and deserve to make but um 
it's not enough to like get them their own apartment downtown LA, you know what I mean? And so technically that doesn't look financially stable because they have to have a roommate and they have to do all these things because they don't make the right salary. They're not stable, but they're in the job that they want. They're in a job that fuels them, that they're passionate about, that they have to show up every single day and do. So I really feel like that's a case by case scenario. And then also part of me, because, oh, Lord, I've been in relationships since. Yeah. I'm a relationship girl, but um, like it brings me back to thinking about like you know your college relationships where like you know the guys don't really got no money, you they trying to scrape up change to take you out on a date, and so it makes me think about that. But it's like that doesn't mean that they don't have the potential or the ability to like make money and like, or it doesn't mean that your relationship just won't work. Right. Mean that you won't find true love in that. You know what I mean? So I do understand your friends when they say like y'all could work towards it together, like in real partnerships, that is a great feeling. Like, you know, me and my partner now have been together almost four years. And like, if I could, if I would have thought back then, like, I'm not dating him because he's not financially stable or he's not doing this or he's not doing that. You know, like just comparing where we were then to where we were now, like we were in our early, early 20s. Um, I would, you know, that would have stopped the whole relationship, maybe, possibly. But um, but you know what? Like how you mentioned the whole, I'm sorry, were you done? Yeah, yeah, I was done. When you mentioned the whole, uh, you know, th- taking you back to college, right? Yeah, it took me back to high school mm-hmm. and there were boys who, you know, OK, now high school. Now, you know, you're you're <laughs> living off your parents, whatever they give you, your allowance, your chores, all of that. Mm-hmm. But like in high school, um, you know, there were still guys that always made sure that their girls had Valentine's gift. Right. Or yeah. they always made sure that when they went mm-hmm. to the mall, they got something, whether it was a keychain. Or whether it was a cl- a glass, a phone case, like little things. So I think that understanding, you know, I guess just defining clearly what a provider actually is. Yeah. I think that's the biggest thing because I think more than anything, I want a provider. So even if you aren't fully paying my bills, I just still expect you regardless to provide. And I think... Mm-hmm. I don't know if this was wrong. Like, I feel like it's going to take for me to land a couple of relationships or to mm-hmm. see a major shift in my dating life or whatever. But I think that right now I'm in a space where I'm really trying to work on being what I what my future self wants, you know? Yes. So, you know, what I'm what that means for men or what that means from um myself or what that means for my friendships or what that means for just like just overall you know I'm trying my best to you know how they say like show up as your future self now you know and so I say that to say like even if you aren't paying my bills there's still certain qualities that I'm looking for to see that once you hit that salary where you are in the space to provide is that your intention you know Mm -hmm. um and I don't even if you're not paying my bills I still should feel like the happiest girl in the world you know I still should feel like damn my man really is taking care of me you know and because I think that like I I have no interest in being with a man who like we're so wrapped up in emotions but there's no physical shift you know and whatever that looks like like if you're not lifting the burden in any type of way then I think that you're just kind of there and I guess for me 
being single and doing so much for myself, it's really hard for me to, you know, just open up to yeah. something that is just like, if you're doing the same thing that I'm doing, it's not giving plus one. It's giving um, one times one equals one, you know, like <laughs> you know, that's just not given for me. Like, I don't know. Yeah, no, I feel you because I feel like, okay, you definitely want a like you want to attract exactly what it is you want or like someone who is reciprocating your energy someone who is on your same level or like above like I feel like it's definitely I would hope never someone's intention to attract somebody who's not on their level at least um and so like but like you said I feel like it's all it's definitely like different ways to provide whether it's mentally emotionally spiritually physically like are if okay like are you doing stuff around the house are you anytime I need something are you there can I call on you <clears throat> like that I feel like is very important and that's very special and a lot of people will really value that um and you know that's where we get into the whole like friendship and a relationship is just really important because or just in like it, when you're seeking out relationships period you know, that's really important because you want to know, can I depend on you? Like, yeah, I always have to be financial, but like, can I depend on you as a person? If I'm studying for this huge test, can you like do everything around the house? Can you make my life easier? Like you said, can you take away like the burdens, the mental burdens, like the physical burdens? Like, can you look out? Can you compensate in that way? Because people, you know, you don't always have to compensate financially. Maybe you can do it. By, like I said, like, <clears throat> walking a dog every day for me. Yeah. Like, you know, cleaning the house every day, making dinner every day, making making lunch, dinner, breakfast, like, that way. You know, so I feel like it really is a case-by-case -case scenario, and it really depends on a person <clears throat> and their wants and needs and their values. Because somebody's love language may just be compliments. Somebody's love language may just be, you know, words of affirmation or, like, you know, what is the other one? Like basically helping somebody out or like being there physically, you know, when they need you. So, I mean, it really depends on someone's love language, you know, where they are in their life. I'm saying this now, but I'm sure when I'm like 35, I'm going to be like, nope, pay all the bills. Yeah. This, this, and this. Cause I know what I can do for myself type of thing. Yeah. I, you know, I would really be interested to bring, um, mm. to do a part two for this relation, um, for, to do a part two on this episode. Yeah. And um, bring a woman on, like an older woman, mm -hmm. someone who's like very seasoned, someone who has, you know, gives their perspective on it. Because I think that, you know, obviously our opinions change as we grow. Yeah. Um, and then like as we experience certain things, I actually have someone in mind. So I'll, I'll tell you what we're like <laughs> in this episode. But I think that that would be really dope. Um, And before we end the episode, though, I have two questions that I want to ask you uh-huh i'm ready so you know you've made it clear like you are a relationship girly like you're mm -hmm. in a really great relationship now mm -hmm. shout out to him and um <laughs> you know like you've been in relationships so i feel like we've both kind of without saying like agreed that you know being with a man who is a natural provider is like very much a thing mm -hmm. so can you define um what what being mm -hmm. a provider looks like and like how it makes you feel Ooh. What being a provider looks like. Um, okay, so in my opinion, I feel like a provider looks like a man, like 
your ideal alpha male who is like, or he doesn't have to be alpha, but in my opinion, an alpha male who steps in when the times are needed, someone who supports you, like I said, emotionally, physically, financially, spiritually, most importantly, um, you know, a provider is someone who can teach you something, someone who can, you know, give you knowledge and like support you in every single thing that you do, no matter how crazy your dreams may seem, no matter like how offlandish you may seem when you want to do new things and try new things, somebody who literally supports you no matter what, somebody that you support. Um, a provider looks like someone who knows that they want to do amazing things for their lady, whether it's taking them out, whether it's buying them things, whether it's paying this extra bill this month. Um, a provider looks like someone who genuinely wants your, has your best interest in mind, someone who genuinely wants to see you win, someone who's going to step up when needed, someone who is fair when it comes to bills, when it comes to like, you know, financial responsibilities. A provider is someone who has the intention so one day, like, make sure you don't have to worry about nothing financially. Make sure you don't have to wear one day. You don't have to, like, worry about, you know, when y'all have kids, when you get to that place, like, are you going to have help? Like a provider shows up in many ways. And to me, that means a partner, like literally someone who is your partner, your best friend, who will think of like your best friend, you know, who like who got you, who has your back no matter what and wants to make sure like when they can help you, they will. And like, you know, in moments of just you just wanting to take the load off of you, they do that. Like a provider is a, a man to me, like an alpha male who just can do all the things that you require. And to me, that feels amazing. Like knowing that as women, we deserve that and we're going to get that is like, it feels really good because we deserve that. You know, we take on a lot of, we wear a lot of hats, you know, whether that's literally creating a freaking human or like, you know, doing stuff around the house. Like women really make a house a home and women really like also create life. And so that within itself is a lifelong job and something that is like that should be all that we have not like that but like that within itself is like a job well done you know at the end of this lifetime and so I really feel like yeah it feels amazing it feels great yeah okay great then my last (laughs) question is um so you know I feel like we've talked a lot in terms of what we expect men to do and what we want them to do and mm-hmm. you know blah 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 blah. so how do you feel that this um well for one do you believe in gender roles and then for yeah do you believe in gender roles um I do but I also feel like it goes back to the partnership thing and I feel mm-hmm. like you know like I'm not gonna be on the side of the street and my man is in a whole different state and I'm well, okay, that was real specific, but <laughs> I do, but I also feel like each gender can step in when needed. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to say as a woman, I have to be the only one taking care of a baby. No, like, no, we both should be doing that. As a woman, I'm not going to be the one always cleaning. We both should do that. So I feel like um, I do to a certain extent because I really feel like that should be a partnership type of thing, no matter what needs to get done. Yeah, but so do you feel like, you know, I mean, I don't think it's wrong to submit to gender roles. Like, I, I do agree. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, like, I think that, um, you know, I think that we should, of course, be open. You know, I should not be the only one cleaning the house. You should not be the only one cleaning the house. You should not, 
you know, it's not like we literally both things that we both can do. Like I would love, like, of course I love to cook. I mean, I cook well, things like that, but I would love to come home to my man with a good smell house. And I'm like, Oh my God, like, can you please make that jerk chicken? It's my favorite. (laughs) But, um, um, I think that, yeah, so that's that. But I, I guess my question is, do you feel like, you know, kind of the whole expecting men to pay in its entirety, you know, is a part of um, gender roles? Yeah, for sure. for sure. And is that bad? I don't think so. Because again, going back to like, Black men do typically make more um, you know, on a dollar than black women. So I feel like it's generals, but it's also like the reality, you know what I mean? So, you know, to me, it is, that is a part of gender roles because you're a man, like men naturally and even anciently provided, you know, and women really like took care of the household. So yeah, I feel like that is a gender role type of thing. Mm. Yeah. I personally want to have like a part two of this episode. So I, yeah. I like a married woman on here who is like, yeah, has been in a relation, you know, been married for some time and who probably has kids and like, yeah, that's a whole nother thing. Like that's a whole yeah. reality. So yeah. Yeah. I feel like this is important for us girls to talk about. Like, yeah, no, it is because I think that we're like at this point, like we're 25, we're 26, yeah. like we're young, you know, yeah. like we're very young, but I think that we're also at a point in our life where yeah. we're starting to, you know, like we're not old or anything like that. Like, I think that like for me, I'm okay with being 25. I'm not like, oh my God, I'm about to be 30. But <laughs> I think that we are starting to just be in a space of our life where we are making life altering decisions. You know, yeah. like the man that you decide to be with matters, you know, because at mm-hmm. the end of the day, there's a lot of women who are with their man with men in their 20s. And then that's the man that they have a child with. So yeah. granted, maybe that's not like my mom had a, a, a guy. I'm sorry. My mom had me at 27. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, I think I, I mean, personally, I don't really want kids until I'm like 30, 31, 32 me personally. Too. Me too. But, but like, I think at 27, like, I think where I look at my life right now and I look at it where it could be in two years, I think if I had a kid, I would be OK. Like 27, yeah. 28, you know, whatever. So, but I say that at 27, she had me, um, you know, she got pregnant with me, obviously when she was 26, that's your age. Mm-hmm. But now that where she is in her life, her and him are not together. Yeah. And, you know, even before she got sick and things like that, like when she was in her thirties, they weren't together. But, mm-hmm. you know, at the end of the day, her decision to not only lay down with him, but to be with him it still carries on through life so even though my mom is you know everyone if you listen to the podcast you know my mom is really terminally ill even though my mom can't physically you know be in my life or things like that the impacts of the man that she chose to have a child with both my father and my little brother's father still impacts the earth Mm. period you understand what I'm saying Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. the father that he is to me the things that he instills in me the way that he's able to show up if he showed up Mm -hmm. while she's in this like I'm pretty sure when my mom was our age she could have never in in a million and 27 years imagine being in a nursing home can't walk can't talk you understand what I'm saying Mm -hmm. those things Mm -hmm. but like I, I guess that's why for me because I've experienced that and like seeing my mom get terminally ill and seeing you know my dad turn to drugs and just you know all of those things for me that's why all of this shit matters because I have to know that God forbid anything happens to me that's way out of my control 
you know, or, you know, or the man that I'm with, God forbid anything happens to, to him that's out of his control. He needs to know that what he was, the life that he brought onto this earth, the way that it impacts the earth is positive, yeah. you know, and, and all of that stuff matters. So I, sorry, I just got into it. So no, but no, because that makes me also think like, even with this conversation, something that we also should wave. Like, don't lose a good man because of the financial, you know, like yeah. your financial thoughts. Because, like, like you said, that's going to be a man who raises the ch- ch- children or a child who instills values into them, who, like, shows them what it looks like to be a man, like, shows them, you know, who really makes an imprint on that child's life. Like, you, at my age now, like, my, one of the things that I think about often that I, don't want to but I'm at the age it's like a good father you know what I mean yeah be a good father with this person like you know what I mean like those are the things in my head and that weighs that holds a lot of weight like I will not talk to a man who got money who I know will not ever I will never have kids with x'd off my list versus someone who may not be making all the money but I know is like would be a great husband a good father but pause I'm sorry uh-huh. <laughs> right like with that thought right uh-huh. to me in that situation I feel like it's equally important because think about all like at our age right like think about all the bills that we're paying right now you know like I don't know how mm-hmm. much your bills are anything like that but just think about all the bills that you have to pay all mm-hmm. the financial responsibility that you have you know then you know think about how within the next five to six years those bills more than likely are going to double because yeah. you're not only going to be living, renting, you're going to be owning, you know, you're going to have properties. You're going to have X, Y, Z. So I say that to say, I think that a man that can be a good father, but can't financially provide, uh, it's a question mark for me because I can't, can't fathom paying all the bills that I'm paying and more, but then still have the responsibility of paying for a child. Like, I don't know if y'all know, I don't think I've ever talked about this on a on the podcast, but since I, you know, when I went through that really hard financial um, situation, like my transition to moving to Atlanta, I had picked up a job to help me pay my bills and I became a nanny. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's not at a point it was my full time now. It's just like I do it kind of on call. But mm-hmm. being a nanny has given me the opportunity to watch several different dynamics. You know, I'm able mm-hmm. to watch a mother who's single who, you know, takes, they're still fostering her life, but she's the primary caretaker of her child. I'm able to watch a married couple who has a whole house, a humongous house with the wife and two kids. You know, I'm able to see girlfriend and boy, like I'm able to see a lot of different dynamics. Mm -hmm. And I feel like being a financial provider is important because Mm -hmm. never mind the whole like, yeah, he pay my bills let's let's take that out of it when you have a child you want to make sure that you're putting your child in the best school possible that they're getting the best education Mm. one of my kids goes to a school where they're teaching them different languages Mm. they're teaching them sign language they're when they feed them they're not just giving them regular school lunch like they're actually getting balanced real meals Mm. things like that but best believe one time if I could remember correctly she said the tuition for that school is let alone seventeen hundred dollars 
Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? And so it's not to say that you have to pay that amount of money to get your child to get a good education. But when I think about the mother that I want to be, I want to be able to have the money to financially invest in my child so that they're getting the mm-hmm. best of the best. You want to be able to put your child in swimming and soccer and karate and, mm-hmm. you know, all those things matter. So the the really what I'm trying to say is, to me, being a good father isn't enough. Like, if you don't have the ability to assist financially, it's just like, how the heck is it going to work? Because let alone, you know, being single, just having an apartment, if you pay a thousand, like I said, every everything is going to eventually cost more. Because as you get better in your life, you're going to want a better car. You're going to want a better house. You're going to want properties you're going to run your business and this is all without kids you know then you think about a kid that's one years old every month that child is getting bigger so every month you know you're going to have to buy new clothes and not even for the first year of their life for the first couple of years it takes years before a kid is at a weight where they can have clothes for a couple months and you don't have to worry about going shopping when them baby when the baby shower gifts run out and now it's just you like I cannot think about a man who doesn't is not going to be there financially like yeah and and I'm I'm not like I'm not saying that I disagree with you but I just wanted to say that I like I just think that finances are like it's important in this day and age I agree like honestly I agree with you like it does they do have to ideally have both yeah. But if I had to choose one, I would definitely choose someone who is just like able to lead a stable life, who is able, but that's not to say like someone who's comfortable and someone who's like, I'm good where I'm at and I'm like, this money I'm making is okay. And he know dang well that that's not going to put the kid through school. It's not going to get clothes on the kid's back. You know what I mean? Like, no, that's absolutely no. But, you know, like, I'm definitely with you on someone who definitely can do both. Yeah. Um, and I, I know we're at the end of the episode. I really want to get deeper into it. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> really explain my upbringing and, like, what that looked like to me, you know, seeing my father. Um, and, you know, like, how he provided and still was, like, a great father and, like, what that looked like. I really want to get into it. So let's definitely do a part too yeah but i really enjoy or let us know episode. if y'all want a part two like should we just yeah. move forward or let should we know. like which i want best <laughs> and like really get deep down into it cause yeah because so- there's there's more to it yeah, yeah. for sure so yes. yes speaking of letting us know what y'all think y'all can follow our instagram at official mm-hmm. back to her and that too is the number two and um you can follow my personal instagram at according to brit with three t's and you can follow her youtube period please (laughs) please subscribe to my youtube channel i'm Brittany brianna on um youtube but you can find my information all of it is um on my instagram so don't worry girl just just go to according to brit with three t's or even if you don't do that you can even go to our um if you go to our official instagram page you'll Mm -hmm. be able to find both joy and i Mm -hmm. and in the show notes Mm -hmm. um but yes, you can follow me on Instagram at Joy Jolene, J-O-Y-J-O-E-L-E-N-E. And y'all, if you enjoy this podcast, please leave us a rating, a five-star rating, preferably. And also, like, share this with a friend. Send this to your homegirl and, like, ask her what her thoughts are on this. Like, you know, if you know one of your homegirls need to hear this and they need a, they need a little bit more perspective, then yes, please share this podcast and we appreciate you for tuning in and happy Sunday. All right. Love y'all. See ya.